0: Plus. Blob Talk Radio.
1: Talk <laughs> Radio.
0: Welcome to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Tucker Milling. Join Andy Schneider, national spokesperson for the USDA Aces Avian Health Program, editor-in-chief of Chicken Whisperer magazine, and author of the Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, Chicken Factor, Chicken Poop, and Zero Waste Chicken Keeping, as he welcomes top poultry veterinarians, poultry scientists, and poultry nutritionists to discuss the hot topics in the poultry world today and provide science-based, fact-based, study-based information to help you raise the healthiest poultry possible. And now, here's your host, Andy Schneider.
2: All righty. Thank you very much for tuning in today to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by our good friends over at Tucker Milling. And uh, this, I'm not sure if this is going to be our last show before the big Christmas holiday if we'll have a show next Thursday with Dr. Curran Gehring uh, with uh, Tucker Milling, the poultry nutritionist we often have on the show, who also writes for Chicken Whisperer magazine. I'm not sure if his schedule will allow him to come on next Thursday, but I am going to reach out to him today and see if we can come up with a cool topic um, for either late winter or early spring, maybe even chicks uh, for nutrition. Uh, nutrition for our chicks, because everybody's looking forward to spring, ordering chicks from the hatcheries or from their local breeder or online or wherever. And so uh, we'll, we'll be sure to, and I will let you know, of course, on our Facebook page if we're going to be doing a show next week with poultry nutritionist Dr. Um, gearing so we hopefully we'll be able to to do that but thank you so much for tuning in today and we have a great show lined up for you today this is our annual christmas gifts for the chicken lover show and i think every year for the last 10 or 11 or i think we're going into our 13th year of broadcasting this podcast 13 years once we get into 2022 uh i think it's february the second or third weekend in february will mark uh entering our 13th year of doing this podcast uh, almost 1300 episodes uh, from experts around the country talking about keeping backyard chickens so Uh, But this is a great show, Christmas gifts for the chicken lover. And uh, I will kind of highlight our sponsors a little bit during the show and maybe a product that they carry that you might be interested in are for you are for the chicken lover in your life. And then Dr. McCray, she's been doing a lot of research and she'll be on here shortly. Um, Also, talking about the uh, awesome things that she's found for the chicken lover in your life or of course, for you. If you want to get something to put in your stocking or under the tree, then this show is going to be for you because it's all going to be chicken-related. got to love it. And speaking of that, putting something under the tree, it looks like the official countdown right now is eight days nine hours 56 minutes and 59 seconds until guess what christmas idea how hard it is to get 30 chickens on their roosts all at the same time paying attention to you the conductor following the sheet music following along with the music itself the background music to do these songs it is painstakingly very very difficult I challenge any of you out there to be able to get all your chickens on a roost have the background music have you as the conductor them on the roost, staggered from sopranos to altos to tenors to basses to get this done. I challenge any of you to do that. It's, It's painstakingly hard work, but I do it for you. Seriously, that is very difficult. Next time you go out and round up your your chickens, get them on the roost and see how hard it is for them to do that for you. Uh, but you're you're all worth it, and we've been doing this for i coming up on 13 years now. But today is the Christmas gifts for the chicken Lover show, and we just had our good friend Dr. McCray come on. So let's go ahead and bring her live. And uh, uh as soon as that button, yep, she's live. Tis the season, Dr. McCray. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>
3: Hi Andy, I forget. I don't know why I forget, but I forget you have that that song every year. I just, I should not ever discount. If if your computer system got wiped clean, you would hunt that down. Give it again. I know
2: you would. Yep, yeah, I've got a little uh, cor- collection. I'll play another one for the folks listening at home, maybe first-time listeners. They're like, oh my gosh. So our long-time listeners are probably cringing like, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious! So yeah, let me see if I still have the countdown up, which I said earlier: eight days, nine hours, fifty-two minutes, and one second until Christmas. <laughs> so we're we're not sure if um, <laughs> we're not sure if you ordered some of this stuff today that it would get there before Christmas, but probably between Christmas and New Year's, and uh, you could still uh, so all these would be great things for you, are the chicken lover in your life to put under the tree or in the stocking. Are um, I think I think today is or maybe it's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's my niece's birthday. Or maybe you have a a Christmas, someone who has a Christmas birthday, and uh, you can get uh, one of these things for them, and I'll just be uh, going through and, and uh, basically focusing on probably one product uh, with my sponsors throughout out the show, and then uh, Dr. McCray's researched a lot of cool things this year that you might want uh, for that chicken lover in your life or for yourself. So we'll start off uh, with you, Dr. McCray, and then I'll kind of along the way come in and say, "Well, hey, we've got or take a look at or don't forget our sponsors as well. They would like some of your business this year too." And uh, so we'll do that along the way. So. Um, we'll start off with, with you and your little list of goodies for all of our listeners.
3: Well, I'm, I've kind of taken a different bent this year. I um, know okay. some of your long-time listeners you know, will hear some things repeated, but I'm always on the lookout for new stuff. So listeners yeah. out there, when you come across something cool and you want me to talk about it, Next year, I mean, you might have, like, the coolest stuff waiting for you under your Christmas tree this year or stuffed in a stocking or your chicken stocking. And you can't wait to tell people about it and support that business. Send a line, drop a line to me, and I will happily take a look at it. Um, And hopefully include it next year. But let's get started with.
2: I said sweet. Awesome. Yeah, send it to us. Okay. And then um, and if it's something that Dr. McRae even needs to review, she might be interested in doing that. Happily. Happily. Yes.
3: Okay, so thinking of your young chicken keepers, the ones that are begging you for chicks this coming spring or I promise I'll take care of them and I'll collect the eggs every day and I'll keep that coop clean for that young person where it is just not feasible right now to order chicks and start your flock but you want to placate them and you're looking for a christmas solution something that's right up their alley let's talk about some children's books i happen to know of a wonderful illustrator who is also um i'm not going to say a novelist but Um, a writer of children's books that she also does all the artwork in those books and they are just gorgeous. So not only are these books a visual treat as this, um, this story takes you along with it and these stories can be from anywhere on our planet and sometimes not on our planet. So these stories are really going to take you all kinds of places. And those are books by Jan Brett. Jan Brett. Brett is with two T's. Uh-huh. There are three that come to mind that are chicken specific or egg specific. And the first one is Cinders, a chicken Cinderella. Yeah. That is a good book. And that is beautiful. So not only is it a nice short story for bedtime, maybe um, right no, right before Christmas, it's gorgeous. And it's something that you're going to want to set out as a Christmas decoration because it's just beautiful.
2: I found it on Amazon and unless you have a better another link or a better link you want to send people to. But I found it on Amazon.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Cinders is spelled C-I-N-D-E-R-S and it's a chicken Cinderella. And actually, Jan Brett is a show chicken owner. She raises her own chickens up in Massachusetts and she has a well, she has Bantam Polish which are those chickens that have the lovely coiffure on their heads and they have Quite a good show reputation. Um, she does a beautiful job breeding them and raising them. And actually, I do believe they sit in her studio with her as she writes and illustrates her books. So if you visit Jan Brett Page, you might see that. Check her out on Facebook. Check her out online, and you'll see that she has quite the number of books. And guess what, guys? It's not just Cinders. She has a large selection of holiday books, Home for Christmas, The Animal Santa, Gingerbread Christmas, The Snowy Nap. And these are from all over the world. So this can be a tradition that every Christmas you get a new Jan Brett book and you get to to enjoy a story, you know, maybe something, the wild Christmas reindeer or the Christmas trolls, something a little tickle your fancy. Um
2: and it's the on sale.
3: Other one.
2: It's oh, on sale, is it? Right? It is. It's um the list price is 18.99 and you on Amazon right now and it says arrives before Christmas. It's only 12.99. 12.99 There's instead don't. of instead of 18.99 and it's in stock and it gets to your house before Christmas for the senders. Yep.
3: And I know that if you're in the Mid-Atlantic region, Jen, Brett tends to come to the Delmarva Poultry Fanciers show. And if you've got one of her books with her, she's been known to sign them. So that might be something fun to do. Cool. Okay, another one of her books that is chicken related is called Daisy Comes Home. And her books are set all over the world. And Daisy Comes Home is set in China. So if we want to take our young people on quite the global adventure, and we all know that chickens come from all over planet Earth, so why not? Um, Daisy Comes Home is another one of those books that I can recommend. And that's another one of Jan Brett's books. A third of Jan Brett's books that, you know, it's not Christmas related. It's more Easter related. It's called The Easter Egg. And I have this one in my collection, and it is just beautiful. In her illustrations, around the borders of each page, you can see another story playing out as something is being decorated, and I'm going to leave it at that. Um, so you can see kind of a, a different process that's, Separate from the story that's being told, and I and I understand that is kind of a theme in her books, is not only the story that she's telling in words, but the visual story going on in her pictures, in her borders. Quite the fun fun activities <clears throat> for your young person to <coughs> follow you on. <laughs> Excuse
2: me. The, um, Daisy comes home, uh, if you want the paperback, uh, at Amazon, are you ready for this? Six ninety nine. So it's Not only six ninety nine paperback, and it, I can get it tomorrow. So it's free delivery tomorrow. Uh, and that's, that's at Amazon. <laughs> that's at Amazon as well. So uh, just for those listeners saying, hey, this you know budget minded for a really cool Christmas piece, awesome.
3: Or if you want down the road, you can get the Easter egg, and that could be something that you yeah. are you know researching for. Um, Christmas time, or I'm sorry, Easter time. And it it's just a really cute story about a bunny. <laughs> All right. Um, but, of course, it has Easter eggs in it, and it's just beautiful. Sure. Um, another one of her, her themes is about a hedgehog, Hedgy. She has yep. a series on Hedgy, and those are very popular. I think she's got three or four of those. So um, I know I've got Mossy, a a story about um, a turtle in a turtle pond. Um, And, yeah, I I just, so beautiful. And I think they're all watercolors, too. I am terrible at watercolors. I tried that when I was younger, and, boy, she's got a talent. Um, But there's some good reading um, holiday books, wintertime storybooks that would be really fun for a young person to enjoy at, during Christmas break or during the holiday break, um, yeah, I thought I thought that's just kind of a really fun one, and it feels just so seasonal and perfect. I don't know if you like to read stories to your chicken, but chickens are really good listeners, and just along with uh, along with like some dogs and cats. Sometimes people bring chickens into their local libraries, and the kids read to the chickens, and they're very good listeners. So something fun for you out there, if you like to take um, children's storybooks out there. If there's other books out there that are just beautiful to look at and have a fun story, I'd love to know about it. Hopefully, Andy, your inbox will fill up quickly with some of these suggestions. And maybe we'll have a, a, a maybe a young person's reading list to, to write a, a story in the magazine about yeah. in springtime or summertime. Sounds okay. like a plan. Now let's switch some gears again. Let's okay. talk about Christmas trees. Hmm. I have seen lots of people putting individual ornaments up on their Facebook pages, chicken ornaments, chicken-related ornaments. Some of them are just antique classics. I don't know how they're brave enough to pull it out of the packaging and put it on the tree. I'd be afraid that it'd drop and I'd lose it. But I have seen this year more Christmas trees that are all chicken ornaments than I have ever seen. And yeah. the cool thing is I'm seeing a lot of these same ornaments on Etsy. Wow. I have seen a, some, yes, some absolutely stunner, stunningly beautiful ornaments that have been wood burned that I've seen on Etsy. And then another another ornament that I've seen – is someone, it's not wood carving, but it's obviously, um, I think it's laser cut.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, chickens and different types of wood to create texture across the different parts of the feathers on the body. So your your hackles and your um, saddle feathers are one type of wood. The tail is another type of wood. The breast feathers are another type of wood or another color or wow. another stain of wood. And um these aren't really 3D, these are kind of like um um side views. So they're they're flat. But that also means that you can, you know, not lose half of that bird on the, the visual interest when you place it on the tree and you only get to see part of it to begin with. Um beautiful ornament. And the classic ones that I've seen popping up time and again on eBay and Etsy are just stunners, the the glass ones that are, some of them are faded, just got to be wary of that. Some of them are faded or have flaking colors. I don't know how to repair Mm -hmm. those, Mm -hmm. but old timey looking coops or chickens next to coops or roosters on top of coops. Kind of reminds me of Woodstock on top of um, Snoopy's um, doghouse, but some of them are just adorable. Of course, you can always find the bird ones that are related to the twelve days of Christmas, um Andy, I'm sure you know what happens on um the third day of Christmas. What do you get on the third day of Christmas?
2: Third day, three turtle doves no. <laughs> <laughs> Three-something hens. You're funny. That's day two. <laughs> Three-something hens. Two-something hens. Three-something hens. Three, something hens. Um, three French uh, hens. Okay, hens. Three French
3: hens. Yeah. Something. So what's a French
1: hens? T- there's
2: turtle doves. There's hens. French hens. Fr- maybe they're French copper moran hens. How about that? French copper no, moran hens. No, Oh, no, no. A French no,
3: okay. hen is a frizzle. <clears throat> a frizzle? A French hen. Yeah, it's a frizzle. So a French hen is a frizzled chicken, but you know nobody knows that, but us you know super keen chicken people. Um, So you can always find chickens in the twelve days of Christmas decorations. So don't be afraid to search through that method if you're looking for chicken ornaments. You can type in twelve days of Christmas day three, and things pop up that are chicken related. I'd be wary of the ones that give you roosters because those aren't hens. <laughs> a couple of those. <laughs> like, um, not, not a hen, guys. Nope, nope. Um, and, of course, there's lots of poultry associated with the 12 days of Christmas. Um, six geese a-laying.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and then, of course, on day one, partridge in a pear tree. Partridge are, are game birds, but they're still poultry. Um, so if you're really a purist, if you are, you know, chickens are bust, <clears throat> you might want to try, and this is a several-year challenge, everybody, maybe, Andy, <laughs> this would be a good contest in the future. Send us your chicken Christmas tree photos. Okay. And although I think I've got a 4-Her here in Alabama that would give everyone. A run Challenge. for their money. <laughs>
1: yes.
3: <laughs> this gentleman's been collecting for years. And everybody finds ornaments and just gives it to them And Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat>
2: we, we need to do that next so year for our that's... winter. Next year for our winter issue, we need to do that. Maybe we just have the whole thing themed for the holidays. And oh,
1: um, hey. we could have...
2: We could, we could have pictures of his tree. Like you said, have people send in their chicken Christmas trees. We'll feature them pictures in the magazine themselves. We can have uh, chicken-related Christmas or holiday uh, recipes. Uh, again, maybe for Christmas, Ooh. maybe for Hanukkah. If there's a special, like I said, Jewish um, recipe that you like or a Christmas recipe or whatever. Kwanzaa, I guess, is, is something that's celebrated, I think, around now. So, I mean, we have recipes for all of those celebrations, different trees, um, anything chicken-related. And we can have just the whole issue, you know, the, the holiday issue, and have trees and recipes and ornaments and anything else people might do for the holidays. Sweaters. <laughs> so Instead ugly
3: chicken of an, sweater. ugly, <laughs> an ugly Christmas sweater. Okay, you knitters out there. <laughs> Make yourself a fair isle ugly chicken Christmas sweater. Forget the deer. Don't put any deer on there. Don't put Christmas trees on there. Put some chickens with Santa hats on those sweaters.
2: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and if you really, really want the ugly chicken on your ugly chicken sweater, then you'll have a couple of choices. You can put on that really rare ugly stage as the chick grows they get to their you know the teenage years and they, they just <laughs> look really ugly between the baby chick and the full-grown hen that really ugly awkward time period or you could do like uh, a chicken and almost a full molt and put that on there and then that'll be the two times chickens will just say are kind of ugly and uh... Um, <laughs> that, that that might be the, <laughs> that might be the winning sweater <laughs>
3: there you go there you go! Oh my gosh! <laughs> but if it's a if it's a, if the chickens in molt, you have to like stick feathers on the yeah. on the sweater so that as you walk around, you're dropping feathers because you're yeah, That's
1: a good. There you go!
3: <laughs> oh gosh! Okay, along the lines of materials that are you know not necessarily for the coop, but for the chicken lover and all of us there's always without fail chicken calendars. So for your 2022 calendar, keep your eyes peeled for chicken calendars. I know that there's yeah. always one with the extreme chickens. Um they always seem to put out a calendar every year. So keep your eyes peeled or search on Amazon and I know I know you can find some really cool chicken calendars. For the chicken keeper that you just never know what to get them, calendars are a pretty safe bet. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Speaking of of ugly Christmas sweaters, this past week, Jen was washing a a load of her favorite um, blouses and, and shirts and sweatshirts. And she was taking them out of the wash to put them in the dryer and she was shocked. She almost screamed out because on every single one of her blouses there was a christmas scene. There was a reindeer, there was a candy cane, there was Santa Claus, there was a christmas tree and she's like, "What happened to my laundry?" And she looked down and she bought the wrong detergent. She bought yule tide. <laughs> <laughs> I should have
3: seen that one coming. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, hey, at least she didn't buy Riptide.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, She would have destroyed all of her clothes. Posted that joke earlier (laughs) on my Facebook page, and it got quite a few laughs. So, but um, yeah, sweater. Okay, and calendars. And there's actually, I don't know who did this. It was a a part of a chicken group. And this was a little fad, I want to say, back in the spring uh, or summer, where people were doing pictures of themselves in, like, Little House on the Prairie era dresses. Oh, yeah. So, remember that? That was people, I, fun of the Target dress. Yeah, the Target. Yeah, 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 Target. And so people were – then yes. all of a sudden that started, and people were taking pictures of them in those dresses. And then – and then wait. And then husbands got involved. And there is now a oh, calendar, right. yes. and I'm not sure what it's called, but it's husbands in these dresses. Um, posing with chickens and they made a calendar out of that and so i don't know you might can google that or ask your friends in your chicken groups on facebook and you may be able to find a couple of those crazy <laughs> calendars that are out there <laughs> as well if you want to see a bearded man in a little house in the prairie dress holding chickens <laughs> then it's that's pr- that's probably out there still somewhere
3: <laughs> oh gosh Yep. yeah I've noticed that when you Google um, chicken calendars, everything pops up. But, you know, there's just not a lot of calendars out there with eggs and all the eggs, you know, beautiful shots or photographs or even drawings of eggs. And so I think if anybody out there is looking to make a a good dollar, that might be an itch. That might be something for you to do for 2023. I think it's a little late for 2022, but 2023, if you're looking for a niche, whew, I haven't seen a whole lot of calendars on eggs, but let's move on in the egg department and let's talk okay. about cookbooks.
1: Okay. Um,
3: there are several egg cookbooks out there. And why am I mentioning this? Because I get time and again people who are excited that the chickens are finally laying. And then with a, within a month, they're like, these chickens won't stop laying. And and I'm like, and this surprises you, why? <laughs> and they're not <laughs> going to stop laying. They're like, I don't know what to do. I've got so many eggs. And I was like, you're clearly not cooking with enough eggs. <laughs> and eggs really need to be part of your your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, we just have them for breakfast. And I'm like, not, not anymore. Nope. <laughs> you need to read get creative. The way you're doing Let's get
2: creative. Things. Bold eggs, well, pickled eggs, deviled the uh, eggs. Out
3: there. <laughs> Grab yourself an egg cookbook. Um, a, a lot of people think about eggs when they're baking. Okay, and with breakfast. Okay, makes sense. But sometimes when you're cooking, it only calls for one certain part of the egg. What do you do with the rest of it? Well, You should have an egg cookbook on hand that gives you plans and ways to cook uh, some of the, the specific parts, maybe just the yolks or just the whites. And you should have some recipes on hand so that you know how to make a creme anglaise or maybe you're making an eclair cake. Or when's the last time you made zabaglione? You know, those are some of the things that, you know, coffee and eggs, absolutely. And it's not separate; it's together. That's actually one of the things that we're going to be explore, exploring here in Alabama 4-H, and one of the the one of the competitions we have in our state is called egg cookery. This is the same competition that they have at the national level, and the name on the national level has changed. Hmm. It is no longer called Egg Preparation Demonstration. It's now the Egg Chef Challenge. Hmm. So basically, you are cooking with eggs, and you need to know, and when you're practicing this demonstration, you're going to go through a lot of eggs. Especially if your dish is egg-heavy, like say sponge cake or creme brulee, something like that, or the eggnog or quiche. But your your gift to a young person might be um, participation in one of these programs, like they're offering here in Alabama. Here, I've got the in starting in the spring. It's called uh, the Egg Cookery Cyber Club. And every month you or every week for two months, you get a recipe and a secret ingredient. And every week we are meeting by Zoom and you're meeting a new person who's related to the poultry industry in one shape or form or another. And so you get to learn about food science and food safety. You're learning about where eggs come from and talking to professionals. <clears throat> So you could get your young person a membership in something like that, the Egg Cookery Cyber Club. If you're in Alabama 4-H, heads up, Alabamians, that's something fun for you to participate in. But if you're not in Alabama, you might want to consider getting yourself an egg cookbook. If you're an adult, well, you're not going to be able to participate in the Egg Cookery Cyber Club. You're not under age 18, Um but there are plenty of recipe books out there, and you just got to get a hold of some ones that maybe you don't currently have in your stores and your stash, and start cooking with those eggs. Yep, storing eggs is fine. Giving eggs away is fine, but cook with them. Make something yeah, absolutely I mean, delicious. Uh,
2: you can make mayonnaise because. Fresh mayonnaise like that, my understanding doesn't last as long as, say, jar mayonnaise. But, like, we can make mayonnaise. Every Saturday during lunch, I make, you know, you'll say, I'm going to make Saturday mayonnaise day and make mayonnaise. So simple. Oh, my gosh, it's so simple. And make your homemade mayonnaise, and it's so good. Um, like you said, you've got the boiled eggs, the deviled eggs, and then scrambled eggs for people think for breakfast. You got the uh, angel food cake. You've got pound cakes. You've got uh, pickled eggs. We did. We've tried pickled eggs here before, and we, well, I like them. Um, and uh, you can do all kinds of different uh, Cajun pickled eggs, or historic, regular old pickled eggs, or there's a million things you can do every single week. What those eggs. Well, in, oh. our,
3: in our Cyber Club, we're actually trying some, some much more in-depth recipes. And we're traveling the world to do it. Soups that include eggs, side dishes, main dishes, desserts, drinks that include eggs. There are lots of ways to serve eggs. And you know what? It takes a little more time, but you'll learn new techniques, cooking techniques building self-confidence in the kitchen. And that's not necessarily what needs to be done just for young people. Sometimes sometimes adults need some self-confidence in the kitchen too. Um, so try some new things with your egg dishes, and don't be afraid to separate that yolk from the white and make some magic happen.
2: Yeah. Okay, let me take a break really quick, and I'm not going to okay. do, com- I'm, I'm do commercial breaks, but kind of in between yours, I'm going to go down, and uh, I guess I could play the commercial and talk about I could do that and then uh, about a particular product. So let me just do this one first. Uh, long-time sponsor, well over 10 years, and I'll do their commercial, and then I think everybody's going to know because everybody probably wants something that they carry. So hang on just a second. When you need an incubator, think Brentsy, the incubation specialist's. Prensi has been a world leading manufacturer of quality incubators for almost 40 years. They manufacture incubators that hold anywhere from 7 to 380 eggs with high quality electronic and digital controls including precise humidity controls and programmable egg turning all at surprisingly affordable prices. Enter the coupon code WHISPER at checkout and receive 10% off your entire order. Order your new incubator today at com. That's B-R-I-N-S-E-A dot com. So there you go, com. And I'm sure everybody listening would like, oh, I'd love to have this incubator from them. Oh, I'd love to have this incubator from them. Oh, I'd love to have this brooder heater from them. Oh, I'd love to have that. And so I want to remind everybody, as the commercial just told card? you, or a gift card and give to somebody. And then they can choose what they want exactly. And 10% off. Your entire purchase when you use the coupon code Whisper, all lowercase, Whisper, not Whisperer, but just W H I S P E R, Whisper, and they'll get you 10% off all of their goodies over at uh, over at Brensee. And uh, they've been a long, long, long time sponsor. And I'm gonna do one more just to kind of speed this along a little bit. Let's do the next one.
0: Are you dealing with a stinky coop or brooder? Backyard chicken owners are loving Chickfresh. Not only does it eliminate the nasty odors, but it also eliminates the dangerous and unhealthy ammonia. You can use Chick Fresh in your coop, brooder, garbage can, litter boxes, and more. Even use it in your spouse's smelly shoes. Get your bottle (laughs) 15% off today by going to coopcarespecial.com. Take back control and say no to nasty odors. Now people will
2: laugh, but I've actually used this in Caleb's shoes. Um, I've used it in my boots, but I mainly use it almost about every other day. We'll we'll change out a, cash, a trash can liner in our kitchen, and when I remove the trash, the full trash bag, I'll spray the Chick Fresh into the trash bag before I put another liner in. Works amazing, um, and then in the coop. And if you think about it, you know we we this stuff really works well in brooders. Let's face it, what's not recommended, most people have brooders in their house, bucket or, you know, rubber made bin or something. And they always complain every year about the dust and about the smell. And so this Chick Fresh uh, is fantastic for that. But then in your coop as well. And in the wintertime, you're, if you think about it, your chickens may spend more time in their coop during this time of year and this time of year coming up than they do any other time of the year just because of the weather and the snow and the wet and the nasty and whatnot. They just may spend more time in their coop which means maybe more ammonia buildup, and so this is another thing you can think of. and uh, Whether the four-ounce bottle concentrate, which makes, I think, four or five bottles, or one bottle, they'll all fit in the stocking. And so, it's it's again, it's a great price point, uh, and, uh, but the better value is the small four-ounce concentrate. And then you just make your bottles with that, and it'll make up to five bottles. So um, that would be the Chick Fresh, and those are a couple of things. And the gift card from from Brintsey, if you're not sure exactly what that chicken lover would like, I guarantee that they will find something that they love at (laughs) Brintsey because they carry so much stuff over there. Okay, back to you, Dr. McCray. Yeah, one of the
3: things that for those out there who are breeders, and I know you're out there, you're listening, you're always looking for good ways to keep track of your new experiments. You're huh. saying something new or you're doing a new cross and this is the time of the year where you're kind of going, okay, who am I going to put in with who? And when do I fire up that incubator? Mm. All right. So for breeding pens, once you've got <laughs> your breeding pens put together, sometimes you've got several breeding pens, and you might have several of the same variety that you're breeding, but you've just got different crosses, a different male over a bunch of different females, but they're all the same breed. So how do you keep them straight in the incubator, and how do you keep straight who is who in the incubator if you've got a large hatch going off all at the same time? Well... One of the things that I found are these small egg collections that, or these egg hatching baskets um, that are six eggs and 15 eggs. There's also a 30-egg hatching basket, and that's over at hatching time. Um, I'm really thrilled with these because the only time I've seen somebody successfully Keep things separated, at, you know, maybe doing four eggs at a time or six eggs at a time as if you make your own hatching baskets by bending wire, and it's that quarter-inch wire mesh, and it's all pokey, and you've got to make sure nothing's in there that could poke the chick, but if it's not poking inward towards the chick, then it's definitely poking outwards towards you. And golly gee whiz, these plastic egg baskets are terrifically nice. So that's the one thing that I would like to point out are these um, egg baskets from hatching time that are for smaller batches, like, say, six eggs or 15 eggs might be the solution you're looking for if you are not handy with bending and creating lids for hatching baskets because you don't want the chicks to jump out from one basket to the next basket. Having baskets, um, hatching baskets with lids is kind of important there um kind of a, a key part of that success. Um so one of the, the that's one of the things that I wanted to share with you. Of course, BRINCE does offer some lovely incubators, but so does hatching time. Um lots of choices out there. And let me tell you, incubator technology has really updated and the variety is out there. If you are looking for Incubators, not only does Andy and a few of his magazines have some reviews, but technology has changed. There's a lot out there available for Amazon. I'm not sure if all of it is great. Some of it's meant for viewing, like, say, in the classroom. And for some of you, that's a possibility. You might be providing eggs or incubators for local classrooms, and you want the right kind of incubator for a really good viewing of chick hatching. There are options out there. Um, As far as other things, I cannot tell you the variety, the increased variety of chicken mugs that I have seen arrive in the last, oh gosh, five years. If it's chicken related, there's a mug out there for it. I've seen things on Cafe Press and Etsy that are just delightful. Um, Some of them are breed-related. Some of them are just generalized beautiful scenes. Others are egg-related. There's something out there. But what's really pleased me is the number of egg socks out there. I have seen more and more egg socks arrive and chicken socks out there arrive. Not
1: all of them
3: are readily available now. They tend to really kind of show up closer to Easter. But if it's not Easter egg socks that you're looking for, but really just kind of like, you know, cracked open egg, egg frying pan socks, and they are fun, and they are in pink and blue and all kinds of colors. So don't be surprised. One of the companies that I found really enjoyable is Wheelhouse Designs. They are not those thin, thin, thin socks that kind of pop up in the department stores right around the holidays that are the little cheapy socks. These are the thick ones. These are the ones that are going to last you 10 years. Um, Wheelhouse Designs has lots of different designs, but I've also noticed they have a lot of really good animal designs, including chickens. And so check those out. Chickens and turkeys, they're there. You think I think you will enjoy them. Um, something that I've seen recently, um, sell out, so I'm sorry, I don't have one to kind of show you online, are quilted chicken purses. They're out there. I personally have one from Kelly's Creations. They're beautiful. Found them on Etsy. Actually, they were, they were, um, on Delmarva when I lived there, and I, I still have my Kelly's Creations. Um. Strong, sturdy, big purses that all kinds of fabrics. All kinds of fabrics. Check them out. Changes per the season. And in the summertime, she tends to have chicken purses. This is not the same as that plastic hen purse that pops up every year. The one with, you know what I'm talking about, folks, the one with the little bit of black on the wings and the red handle. Those plastic chicken purses or the hen purses. No, these are quilted. Chicken fabric purses from Kelly's Creations. Sturdy and they have the solid bottoms. Um, There's like a piece of plastic in the bottom that's quilted and it's going to last a long time. I also want to talk about chicken aprons. It's not necessarily an apron that holds eggs, although there are aprons out there that are for egg collection. Think about chicken aprons. There might be a young person in your house who's starting to cook with eggs, and they're going to need an apron. Oh, now I'm back. What happened, Andy? Oh, no. All right. Well, hopefully folks can still hear me. Um, chicken
1: aprons out there.
2: Oh, there we go. Now I can hear you.
3: Okay. I wasn't sure what happened there. All right. Chicken aprons, they aren't just for gals. You can get them for guys. Um, chicken barbecuing aprons, it's hugely <laughs> legitimate. you got to keep yourself neat and tidy even when you're outside barbecuing um, chicken. Whether it be winter, summer, spring, or fall, keep your eyes peeled for chicken aprons. They do exist, um, and I don't necessarily mean the ones that are for egg collection. Um, <laughs> and then, go ahead.
2: No, yeah, that aprons uh, one one company to look for, and they're no longer a sponsor of the show. But actually, over the years, and and people sending me samples, um, and and testing them out, um, I know that Crazy K Farm uh, has a lot of. of In fact, they started out and specialized. This was 15 years ago, uh, have been doing chicken aprons. And if you contact them and and say, hey, how's yours compared with these others? I just want to stress on that issue because we've talked about it on the show a few times over the years that with the chicken aprons, are you talking about the ones the chickens wear or chickens like aprons for cooking in the kitchen? Because I missed that part
3: aprons for cooking in the kitchen not chicken okay. saddles
2: saddles right exactly so but if you're talk if you're doing that because that could be another stocking stuffer as well um you can't really just go to walmart and say oh look at this pattern of chickens on this cloth and do a chicken saddle or chicken apron they'll call them as well for chickens uh, it can be dangerous um the the roosters um, spurs and 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 Nails can get caught in that. So she's done a lot of research over the years. She's been successful business for over 15 years. She also has the birdie booty. So if your bird has bumblefoot, you need to kind of treat that. It's a neoprene for the feet. She's got the birdie uh, birdie bra for a pendulous crop. She's got all kinds of innovative things she's done over the years. um, And, uh, but because not all chicken saddles slash aprons are created the same and some can be flat out dangerous. um, And uh, so contact them, look them up and see what they're all about. And that's the crazy K farm. And they're no longer a sponsor They were for years and years and years and years. And she had to, I think downsize, but it's, But that would definitely, if you're looking at that for a stocking stuffer for the chicken love in your life, then that's something that you want to be aware of, that they are not all created equal, and there's a lot more to it than just, oh, look, I just cut the pattern this way, and, oh, I found some cool uh, yarn, not yarn, but (laughs) material at Walmart. I'll use this. It doesn't work that way. It needs to be uh, a particular quality and thickness and, and that type of thing. So I will mention that. But now, aprons, you're right, the egg aprons kind of caught on a few years back, and my only issue with that is that biosecurity mainly, you know, you probably need to wash it pretty frequently, because there's bacteria on the outside of the eggs, you're stuffing them down in this apron, yeah. and some's going to wear off, one might break, and so definitely wash those uh, as well. Everybody loves a good apron, though, in the kitchen.
3: Yes, yes, yes. And some have chicken, some have turkeys, you can keep it seasonal and kind of... No, know shake things up but something else that instead of using an apron to collect your eggs one of the things that i really like are egg collection baskets the ones that are kind of have that plastic over wire that plastic Uh um, coated wire they come in small that maybe covers two dozen eggs they come in medium if you've got a larger flock and then there's the really big ones the big big ones that like would probably carry as much as, as what you would carry in a bucket. But those are really nice. And it's, it's an investment, but those are the kinds of egg collection baskets that are going to be here 100 years from now. And I'm not saying that that's what you might want to pass down to your relatives and family members, but, hey, why not? Get something good that's quality that will last a nice long time. And I know that I've got my plastic coated wire basket and I just, I love them. I love them to pieces because if I have to um, set things down in running water, I know that it's going to run all over those eggs and I'm going to get a good coverage on those eggs, not immersing them in water to, to loosen up anything on the outside, but, you know, washing those eggs off before I let them, dry, and makes it so much easier. I don't have to transfer them and handle them a bunch more times because I'm using some sort of other carrying device that can't go under the sink or be washed. Um, yep. It saves a step, and I do like, I do value my time, and anything that saves me a step and saves me time, love it. I love it.
2: I'll tell folks real quick because, like I said, in between, I'm trying to sponsors as well instead of just going to a sponsor break. But uh, I'm sure they can find those um, rubber-coated chicken um, or egg baskets and many other different types of egg baskets and tons and tons of other chicken supplies. You know, once there was, there was a big company out there for a long time, I'm just going to say them because they, they, they're not really competitor anymore, but it was Randall Berkey decades and decades they're still around, but now they just specialize in treats. they're no longer a backyard or our our or game bird poultry supply uh goods they they've strictly gone all to treats, happy hen treats things like that um and mealworms and crickets and all of that kind of stuff. They even have something that they did for a while where you could bake a cake to celebrate your chicken's birthday and I forgot exactly what that was called, but it supposedly it was chicken friendly um and so really the Uh, for chicken supplies now, the go-to is, of course, our friends over at Stromberg. I'm going to play their commercial now, and you can listen out. But check them out for any kind of chicken supplies, whether it be processing, because they provided us a lot of goods for our processing videos we did when you came out to the uh, homestead. Let me go ahead and uh, play this and make them happy. (laughs) Stromberg should be on the top of your list when it's time to order your new day-old baby chicks and poultry supplies. Order online today at Stromberg'sChickens.com. That's Stromberg'sChickens.com. I'm going to roll through and do one more. We'll do two at a time. And the next one... Because rare breeds seem to sell out actually about now, and even in November, if you're looking for rare breeds, and I used to think this was just kind of a, a ploy for these hatcheries to get you to order early, but uh, with the chicken craze and the explosion again, after you know, during the pandemic, and, and remember last year they were selling out, then they had shipping problems because of the snow and ice and, and all this issues, and FedEx out in Memphis was, was, so it's not a ploy, it's not a game, it's not a, a concept. They say, look, and it's because there are already limited numbers anyway for the rare breeds, if you want the rare breeds, you can order them now for a ship date in the spring. <laughs> um, uh, otherwise, normally by January, a lot of times the rare breeds are completely sold out. But here's one place that we recommend you can start ordering your chicks from. Ideal Poultry has been a family-owned and operated business since 1937. Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at IdealPoultry.com. That's IdealPoultry.com. And to give you a little bit of history, Ideal Poultry was my very very first sponsor 12 or 13 years ago when we were doing AM radio here in Atlanta. We started that Saturday morning show on AM, and uh, then with technology, we moved to online radio. But they were my very, 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 very first sponsor and have been with me for 12, 13 years. So thank you, Ideal Poultry. Uh, But they ship... Maybe close to seven million baby chips, chicks every single year to feed stores around the country, and of course, personal orders just like you and me that order from them. So, check them out at IdealPoultry.com. All righty, back to you. And I'm
3: on this I'm on the, <clears throat> Stromberg's website, and for six dollars and fifty cents, you can get that small egg basket. On up to the, the medium, which is in a turquoise color, which I'm kind of coveting right now because that's just really pretty, <laughs> um, they've got large and extra large. The extra large is $21. The large is $9.50, but the extra large, let me tell you, stack and hold a few dozen. So if you've got, you know, a large flock out on pasture, you're going to need that extra large egg basket. No matter what color shell those are. So you're going to be able to pair them all back up to the house for washing in that extra large egg basket. Um, Yeah, so one of the things that I enjoy the most are decorations. I see a lot of coop wreaths on the outside of the coop door. People do a really nice job putting up lights around the coop. They do some decorations. Sometimes lights are inside the coop. I don't know if I'd go that far unless they were on a timer. Um, but with the LED lights, you do have quite the energy saving and not a whole lot of heat production from those lights, so it's a little bit safer than, say, you know, some of those old-fashioned big lights that are just kind of like, that's a fire hazard waiting to happen. But think about some of those Christmas lights for your chicken coops or putting a wreath on the outside of the chicken coop door, um, depending on how your door is designed, Um maybe you can use a regular over-the-door chicken or over-the-door wreath hanger, but um, if you just pick one up at, say, Michael's or Joanne's or Hobby Lobby or AC Moore, uh, if you just pick up one of those cheapy ones, depending on how your door is designed, you might have to convince it that it needs to go into shape and join join with the program. <laughs> um Because chicken coop doors just aren't necessarily built the same as our front and back doors. As we go into winter, it's not necessarily the coldest time of year yet. But there is no doubt in my mind that we're getting there. Usually January and February, everybody's going, my chicken water is frozen. Well, buy yourself Uh. a heated water base now. (laughs) Go get yourself a heated pet water or a heated um, chicken water base now or been really good this year maybe somebody will get you an automatic chicken water and you can just put your nipple drinkers out there make your life so much easier so much easier and put together um, you know, hook it up to a water source and put together that um, nipple drinker and no more lugging water out there. Just know that that um, the heat from inside the coop will keep things warm enough and hopefully you won't have any frozen water if you're using a nipple drinker system. And gosh, there's lots of ways to do it. You've got several companies that have products that are available for purchase. Um, have got to do your homework on what works for your setup and how large the inside of your coop is or how many chickens you have. But it stinks to go outside and have to smash water just so your chickens can have a drink. And remember, chickens don't lay eggs if they can't drink water because most of that egg is water. So, you know... Keep having to tote, or
2: having your two or three waterers throughout the day if you're in that cold area and having to tote one out and bring the frozen one back in and have right. this all out and then yeah. swap them out all the time. Yeah, those just chicken heaters.
3: Or save a heated you a lot of time. hose. Go get yeah, yourself yeah. a heated hose that has the heater tape already wrapped around it. That's a great Christmas gift. Let's start thinking about cold and frozen before it's cold and frozen. So great time for Christmas gifts and planning ahead I hope that some of these ideas help you Uh, maybe even a heated roost for your chicken think about some of those warmy things before it gets too too dang cold to even be out there working on that stuff I hope that helps you your faithful poultry listeners and I hope you enjoy your holidays
2: Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. I have a couple of more to mention, including a new sponsor, which people are going to be excited about. And um, but no, thanks for coming on. Those are some really cool things, and giving hopefully lots of people some great ideas for that chicken lover in their life, or for themselves to put in that stocking or that tree. And I think that I am going to make a note in my calendar so it alarms me at like October of this coming year about the. We'll just do a big holiday issue. Um, and it'll cover all kinds of things, Look, trees, pictures of chicken trees, and egg recipes from, you know, whether it be Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or whatever, different things, and a little gift guide from our sponsors from the magazine as well. So I think that's a fabulous idea. We'll do that next year.
3: Fabulous. I want to hear who your
2: new
0: sponsor is.
2: Okay. It is Ralco, and uh, I'll just go ahead and play their commercial and tell you a little bit about them already.
0: Strong Animals uses plant-based products and natural approaches to promote the health and vitality of backyard flocks. Our daily snacks, water additives, and Coop refresher products contain organic essential oils, prebiotics, and other natural ingredients to promote digestive health and immunity. Give your chicks and chickens what they need to thrive with Strong Animals products. Available at local farm stores across the country and Amazon visit GetStrongAnimals.com dot com today to learn more
2: so ralco I've been working with dr fox he's a poultry veterinarian um, for at least a couple of years now, and I met them in person at IEEP in Atlanta a couple of years ago um, and we were already starting to work together and then I met them face to face there and so they they they't they aren't just um, just backyard chickens. I mean, they do. They're. they I mean, they're at IPP. They have a big booth at IP, I, IEP in Atlanta, IPPE, and um, the big global poultry show. And the thing is, she's written an article for every issue uh, for the last couple of years, Dr. Fox, and um, sometimes she'll talk about some of her products that they they are developing. But it's it's scientists that are developing these using what a lot of backyard chicken keepers like and that's that's what I like because it's there's there's more to it and I've said this till I'm blue in the face. There's more to it than just sprinkling some store bought oregano on your laying pellets. There's more to it than just sprinkling some cinnamon on your laying pellets. There's more to it than just using some your essential oils or even things that are in essential oils and putting them in, say, laying pellets or your chickens feed. Um, So they have the scientists, they have the deep pockets, they are, you know, doing the research to figure out what part of the leaf, what part of the essential oil works best for the birds, what actually would actually work, and then they figure out things like, well, this doesn't really work unless we mix it with this, or we also add this to it in order for the animal to even be able to utilize it, so all this will, you know, hey, just spread some. Uh, oregano uh, from the Kroger's on your it doesn't work like that so they do the scientific trials and research and in fact she did a great article for the Chicken Whisper magazine about how detailed and scientific it is to utilize one specific part of an oil or that leaf of that you know Herbs and things like that, so it's amazing. But they they have now come out with their own full product line, if you will, for small flock poultry, and it's going to make everybody happy because it's it's basically again the all natural using essential oils and plant based things and, and whatnot. But it's all what we love on the show is it's all science based. It's all I mean the huge company, they've scientists and they've developed this all all the way down to what part
0: of that leaf, what part of that oil, because it may not all be good.
2: And then, hey, this doesn't really work unless we mix it with this, too. So we need to add this together to make this product and add it, whether it's added to the water or sprinkling on this or that. Um, And so you want to go check them out because they're a new sponsor for 2022. And uh, Dr. Fox, uh, poultry veterinarian, she writes, if you go back and look at uh, chickenwhisperermagazine.com, you'll see all her articles that she's written for uh, the magazine as well and see where she's coming from on that as a poultry veterinarian. Uh, taking care of our birds again what we all seem to love out in the backyard world the natural products so uh so that's and we like it because it's science-based and then i believe i've got one more here to share and it's somebody that we actually all love because he's such an awesome dude and uh john metcher over at metcher farms let me play this one Metzer Farms is now hatching and shipping the premier egg layer. This girl is consistently laying jumbo eggs with a higher nutrient density and lower water content than your eggs now. She is an extremely hardy bird and the most heat and cold tolerant egg layer available, allowing for year-round outdoor production. An eggshell unmatched in sturdiness and thickness, making cracks a thing of the past. Increase your health and double your egg profits. Of course, we're talking about ducks. Duck eggs are revered by chefs for their succulent flavor and by bakers for being the better baking egg. Learn more about this extraordinary duck, the Golden 300, or any of our other 35-plus breeds of ducks and geese at MetzerFarms.com and order your next flock from us. And I don't know if there's a nicer guy in the poultry industry than John Metzer out there in California. And if you are a reader of Chicken Whisper Magazine, they are building a brand-new facility in Memphis um, they, because that's such a huge hub for shipping poultry all around the country. Um, it's just – and remember how all the problems they had? So they'll have, still have their big headquarters out in California, but they are building a huge facility uh, there in, in the Memphis area. Uh, just to make it a little bit easier to get their country and faster uh, than being just out there on the, uh, uh, the the west coast. So, but if you're into ducks or waterfowl, then Metro's the place to go. You want to order early. Well,
3: that's just and... a day's di- drive for you and I. What's that? That's just a uh,
2: day's drive away for you and I. Oh, to Memphis, yeah, and um, that 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 would be a really cool field trip because um, I don't know if you saw the article, but it's uh, they're man it's, it's going to be I think a very nice facility and they're like yeah we're going to be in Memphis because we got tired of this shipping ordeal and all this stuff and so <laughs> that, that's where we're going to build our whole new a new facility so um, but I think that pretty much wraps it up on my end for everybody that I wanted to cover on uh, I believe on my end if I miss somebody I apologize I'll make it up to you but going down the list I think that's everybody so um for sponsors, support our sponsors. They support the radio show, and they've been with me long, 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 long time. And they got good stuff. Uh, and, and it sounds crazy. It sounds like a gimmick, but it uh, doesn't happen too much anymore because the, most of the companies during the backyard chicken craze have come and gone. Some that were strong still stay around. Some some went away. But there, there's in the back in the day, you know, it, it turned down a lot of. Uh, possible sponsorships because their product wasn't warranted or it wasn't quality or I'd like, this is not needed. People don't need this. People don't need, you know, if they would do this, they wouldn't need your product. So um, and I won't mention any names, but, uh, but yeah, these sponsors have been with me a long, long time and I do appreciate them. And so I just want to say, cause I'm not sure if we'll have a show next Thursday with uh poultry nutritionist, Dr. Curran, Curran Gehring, uh, but if we do, great. We'll see you then with more Christmas songs. In fact, I'll kind of wrap up the show with another Christmas song. Um, and uh, Or if this will be our last show of the year. I'm really hoping that we'll be able to pull one off next Thursday as well. But if not, thank you again, um, Dr. McRae, for coming on for our annual Christmas gifts for the chicken lover. <laughs> and we'll do this again next year. And then we'll also shoot for having our winter issue be kind of like the, the – what, what is that? Who is it that does that? The Christmas Fantasy Catalog. It's Neiman Marcus. Neiman Marcus <laughs> does that every year, the, the Christmas. <laughs> Remember when they yeah, had a $100,000 chicken coop? Yeah, we do that. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll do that next year for sure. for the coop. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. Hey, thanks for coming on. Well, uh, Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you again, but I'm sure I will. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Dr. McRae, thank you.
3: Thank you, Andy. Bye-bye.
2: <laughs> Bye-bye. Alrighty, that's gonna wrap it up. Like I said, I promised everybody I would do one more chicken song because I know out there you love it. And let me see if I can find one. Which one should I wrap up with today? This one's always a favorite.
0: This has been backyard poultry with the chicken whisperer brought to you by tucker milling with your host andy schneider for more information find us on the web at chickenwhisperer.com on facebook by typing in the chicken whisperer on twitter at backyard poultry and on instagram at the real chicken whisperer thanks for listening